Sports. Let's move on to sports. Um, I'll let you announce it. All right, so Carlos Rodon, um, formerly of the Giants, just signed a deal with a, a six-year deal, $162 million with the Yankees. And they really needed another pitcher on their team, yes. um, especially a lefty. Definitely. So that, that's really big for them. They get they gave him a hundred and sixty two million. Six years. That's that's big. That's big because like I've been seeing like all these deals happening, like Carlos Correa and and other other deals happening. I'm just like, all right, Yankees. I know you resigned my boy Aaron Judge, but like we yeah, need more. Thank God. <laughs> so I'm very happy that they got that done. Um, I mean, I hope they're not done there though. But you know. What else would you say they need on that team? I feel like I think labor should stay. Um, if you see, the biggest thing for me is I think we need another star outfielder. I think Aaron Hicks needs to go. Um, th- I feel like, well, we did resign Anthony Rizzo, so I was happy about that. Um, DJ LeMatthew had an off year. So I'm, yeah, that's all I'm he was about. also hurt. Yeah, he's yeah. he's had the injury bug the last couple seasons. Right. So I'm I'm just gonna call it an off year. I'm not gonna be too concerned about it. But Donaldson, they they need a replacement for Donaldson. It, I do not want to see him in the lineup again. Exactly. So it's either they they get somebody. So I'm looking at catcher, third baseman, and outfielder. I think the catcher, like the way they rotate the catchers, is very good. So, yeah, would... Jose Trevino had a good start to the year, but in the second half, he just fell off. Yeah. So what I'm, uh, I'm just catchers like my last um, worry. So I would put, I would put outfielder first. I would tie it with, to be honest, I would tie it with third baseman. Yeah. Oh, they should try to get Urshela back. They should. Uh, he, I mean, he, he was, was very good. good third baseman. Um, IKF's a liability at short. Or move IKF to third, since that's his. That's what he want to go glove at third base. He's a he's a decent contact hitter. So there's no reason to get rid of IKF as long as he's right. playing third base. And I mean, he's young too. Like so, like. You know, we like his full his full potential still hasn't been like untapped yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's still young. Yeah, don't give up on him now. Right. But my biggest thing is like finding a, a good replacement for for Aaron Hicks because Giancarlo I think is great as a DH. I think you should keep him there. Um, yeah, I don't think he can play the outfield anymore. No. After what I saw in the playoffs, I think he should just stay as the DH. Yeah, he should stay as the DH. They did trade for some outfielders, which was very good. I yeah, was Bader. Yes, Bader and somebody else. There was somebody else they did. Uh, he got hurt, I believe. I he forget. Was, he was with the Royals. Oh, um, Ben Attendee. Yes, there you go. There you go. So you might not have to. I mean, unless you want to upgrade. You might not have to go get somebody because Ben Attendee, he did have a pretty, pretty, uh, the year before he had a really good season with the Royals. Yeah. But he, he got injured. He was just getting comfortable with the Yankees too, right before he got hurt. Right. 
So, I mean, I guess third baseman, I guess more, you know, work on the pitching. Um, you got Aaron Judge back. That was the biggest thing for the Yankees was trying to get Aaron yeah. Judge back. Um, and I heard um, Aaron Judge was telling these teams that, you know, he wasn't going to put his pride aside for the money. Right. So it's definitely something you want to hear from him. Exactly. I think the Padres offered him, what, $400 million? It was the Padres. I know the Giants offered him some money too. And then the Yankees. I well, here's the thing. Like once the Yankees heard about like the Giants like closing in on the on Aaron Judge, that's where the Yankees were like, all right, no, we got to go get him. Yeah, yeah, they, they were finally thinking with their heads. Yeah, he can't with the season he had. Um. I think he'll get better in the playoffs. I think and so. And I, I also accredit that too. I think all the media pressure got to him with his home run record. I think that just drained him and it just came at the worst possible time because the playoffs were right around the corner. Right. And I think what also drained him too was all the all, all the home runs. I think that like really Yeah. Just like and I, he, you know, he's gonna learn from it. And not only that, but the man wanted to get paid. He, you know, he was, he obviously had, you know, was like, no, I, I want to get paid. He obviously wanted to stay a Yankee. Um, so I think this year, this year is going to be better. It just depends what else the Yankees get. Um, like I said, they need a replacement and third base. Uh, Aaron Hicks should not be in the starting lineup. And I think they were absolute fools for getting rid of Miguel Andujar. Yeah, yeah, I like the Andujar. He didn't get nearly enough playing time. Right. Which He kind of reminded me of uh, Alfonso Soriano. Yeah, yeah, he for sure. He had that kind of potential. I mean, when you have a player like that, that could play outstanding third base and outfield, like, you got to keep him. He won Rookie of the Year, too. That the I think he was – he played the year after Aaron Judge. So Aaron Judge had one rookie of the year and then he won it the year after. Yeah. And yeah. it was like you 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 got excited for like who he could be as a player and then like the Yankees just like fumbled the bag on him. Yeah, and I know he got hurt and yep. They got a few other guys coming in that they were given chances to and he's kind of got lost in the shuffle. I will say watch out for Luis Severino this year. I think he's going to have a great year. This is going to be his second year healthy. I know he has some setbacks this year, but, you know, this is this could be a big year for Luis Severino. Yeah, um, once, he, he, once he gets on a roll, he's unstoppable. Exactly. And now you just got Carlos Rodon, so that's going to be enough. That, that's huge. That is huge. We'll see if the Cortez can have another good year. Oh, my God. How yeah. did I not mention Cortez? Like, right? They're stacked. They're stacked. Yeah, he's also gonna be pitching for Team USA in the um, yep baseball classic this year. Yep. And then we have to. I don't know what they're gonna do about their closing situation. I know they traded for a stud closer from the Athletic A's during the season. Um, but I don't know. It just looks like they might not bring back Chapman. 
Yeah, I don't think he's coming back, and that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, after they need to find another closer. I was I was hoping it was going to be uh, Clay Holmes. If he can find that magic he had in the beginning of the year, no, he can be the closer, but. Yeah, Clay Holmes. They do have Clay Holmes. I forgot about that. Um, let me look at the pitching they have. Because I feel like they did trade for somebody else um, from the A's. Um, was it, um, was it like, was it Servino? No, no. No. It was somebody else. Frankie Montes. That's what it is. Montes. Wasn't he a starter? Yeah, I think he's a starter. He was just injured. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't really himself. I know he didn't, was, didn't have a lot of good starts for the Yankees when they traded for him. Right. He's only 29. So, he's only 29. So, so right now, this is this is what the Yankees' starting rotation would be in 2023. Not, not in order, but it would be Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, Nestor Cortez, Luis Severino, and Frankie Montes. I believe that's it's good enough. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think they have to make any more moves with their uh, starting rotation. Maybe bolster up the bullpen a little Right. bit. Like you said, get a Relievers, find clo closing pitchers. Yeah, find your third baseman. Do they still have Domingo German? Yeah, they Herman, do. I think Herman's still with them. Yeah, he is. But we all know what happened with him, so. Yeah. <laughs> dude, 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 <laughs> I've never... And yeah, Throw your career away. I've never... Seeing something like this as, as as a Yankees fan, like as far as like I've been watching, I've never witnessed something like this where he just like he looked like he had potential, he got caught cheating, and then it just he vanished. <laughs> like he he literally vanished. Are you talking about Domingo Herman? Yeah. Well, he wasn't he suspended too for domestic um, incident. Oh, fuck, yeah, he was, he was, he was. Yep, yep, he was. I, I forgot about that one. But before Yeah. that, was he was caught for using uh, sticky su uh, substance during the game, too, right? I don't know if that was him or if that was when they had Michael Pineda. Damn, I'm going to have to look this up. Let me see. Uh I don't know, Michael Pineda, he was terrible at hiding it. Yeah, he was. He, he. Oh my god. I put I I put sticky substance and a fucking song comes up. <laughs> what the hell? Um, no, it was him too. He he had a no. Wait, hold on. When did he have the domestic uh thing? Either one or two years ago. Okay, yeah, domestic violence. Uh, damn, he slapped his his wife. Okay, yeah. So no, I think uh, Michael Pineda was the one that that uh, had that sticky situation. Yeah, but he was, uh, Michael Pineda was someone who had potential too and just kind of went Yeah. downhill. Yep.
But I don't think we're going to be questioning the Yankees pitching this year um, after getting that signing. Um, signing. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident in their pitching. As long as Cole, you know, plays like an ace. Yeah, which no one would, else. We, it was very weird for Garrett Cole last year because in the beginning of the season, just like um, Trevino started hot and then, like, just fell the fuck off. Yeah, he had some games where you were just wondering if, you know, if he was out of gas. Yeah. But uh, I think I think the Yankees – I mean – the Yankees are contenders every year, but they they just they got to get over the hump of Houston. Got to beat the Astros. They got to beat them in the regular season. Yeah, and especially the postseason, because it yep. seems like they're always going to be there. It doesn't matter how many people they lose. They lost Verlander, but they're still going to be there. You know, you know they are. Yeah, yeah, they're they're always going to be there. The Mets are, I guess their Mets are turning into a nursing home with, uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know if you saw that meme with Verlander and, um, and Scherzer. Yeah. <laughs> as old men on the pitching staff. They, Mets, they're, they're funny. They're funny. Um, I, that, that was a team I was surprised that didn't go after Aaron Judge. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably in the mix. Yeah, well, yeah, they probably were. They just, you know, didn't get a a lot of noise like the Giants, the Yankees, and the uh, the Padres did. Yeah. Did you? Uh, were you on Twitter when John Heyman tweeted that George was going to the uh, Giants? I seen that, and my heart <laughs> fucking dropped. And then he was like, "Oh no, sorry." they still haven't heard from Aaron Judge. <laughs> and I think that's what, like, once the Yankees saw that, they were like, all right, we got to get on this. <laughs> you got to deactivate that man's Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I should have reported it. <laughs> yeah. For being a fraud. This is a fraudulent yeah. account. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, we'll see what else we get. I mean, Glaber Torres had a pretty good year last year. I think so, I think they're going to keep him. Um, that was, like, the biggest thing for me was, like, will Glaber be another Gary San- Sanchez, or is he just going to – is he going to step up? And I think he, he, he stepped up. Yeah, he got his power back. You know, he he had more power numbers this year. Um, yep. I think the only question mark would be his consistency. Exactly. And yep. his fielding. Sometimes he'll make these plays and you're like wondering if he ever played baseball before. Right, yeah. Um, but he just has to stay focused and he has to stay consistent. That's the only thing for him. Just stay consistent. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. Um, especially in the playoffs, man. It's The Yankees, you know, what they started, like I said, they started the season hot and then they just like, they they fell. Yeah, they were um I believe they were a sub 500 team after the All-Star break. Yeah. I mean they 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 were at they were they were at a point where they what, what was it? They were on pace to win like over 115 games at the All-Star break. 
yeah, that's how yeah, good. I think they were on a record-setting pace, and, and then they, like the wheels just fell off. Yeah, they just they, yeah they fell off. Like Aaron Judge was like the only one hitting the ball correctly. <laughs> like, so yeah, because everyone started slumping at the same time. Yep, Trevino was slumping. Torres, Donaldson was non-existent. Stanton had gotten injured. So yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't wasn't fun. That's for sure. No, yeah, for it wasn't. But so, of course, we have high hopes again this for next season. Yeah, which are you know they're very good high hopes. Um, yeah, we at the, like I said, I think we should be all right. Um, now to talk about, are you a basketball fan? No, not really. Not a huge basketball guy. Just no. I I, I just wanted to make sure. I didn't think you were, but you know, always got to make sure. Um, Who's so, good mean, this year? <laughs> yeah. Um, How's LeBron doing? <laughs> LeBron, LeBron, the, the Lakers started off slow, but they've been picking it up. They've been, you know, playing better. Um, LeBron's, you know, I mean, he's not what he once was like he's not going to be like the lebron of like 10 years ago but you know he still puts yeah. up numbers and stuff like that is it his last season or no he wants to play with his son so um oh, i don't know how don't much know. more until his son's in the league i want to say maybe in two years he will be but i i don't i don't know hmm. oh yeah that'd be interesting yeah that, uh, I wonder if that would be like the first time that ever happened in the NBA where there's a father and son. It would be. It would be, yeah. It could be like the Griffies of the NBA. Right, yeah. yeah. That that would be insane, though. Like, I'd probably watch every game, as long as the Eagles aren't playing, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eagles <laughs> definitely number one. Especially um, with the way they've been playing. Yeah, which And the team they have. Which we're about to get into, you know. We don't we don't take kind to what you fucking said, Michael Parsons. I'm just letting letting you know that. Right oh, here. I saw that. <laughs> that. Who cares what he has to say? Yeah, right. Uh, like, who say who made that comment? We're not playing the Chicago Michael Parsons. <laughs> I think it was. It was either Brand, I think it was Brandon Graham. Was it? Oh, let me see. Because I, I, I know. Yeah, the media is trying to stir the pot. Yeah. That's what I love about this team. Like they're so focused on what's important. Exactly. It shows you where the Cowboys are, <laughs> where they're worried about. Um, let me see. Uh, and you know, like for Mark, Mike to say this, like, but I know he was asked. He was asked about Jalen, and I don't know what. What did he even say? That's well, that's the the team and uh, system. He was like, "Is it Jalen or is it the team?" It's both. <laughs> I see right. Jalen have an MVP season with the team. I mean, if he was on another team, I mean, I'm sure he'll be great. But it's definitely the team and Jalen. Yep. That's what an MVP is. <laughs> <laughs> so he just didn't answer the question. Right, pretty much. So the answer is yes. <laughs> exactly. He just didn't want to say yes. 
And then like, he just wait. wanted to sound. He just wanted to sound smart, so he tried his best to say something um, provocative. Right, and then like, oh, Jordan Maialata said, "We've got the Chicago." Yeah, that's right. Not the Chicago Michael Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> But, even Jalen Hurts said there in the press conference, he's like, are you guys going to ask me about the Bears or <laughs> I'll give you another chance? Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, Michael Parsons doesn't help the Dallas Cowboys out in this situation. Because in a few days, next week, Saturday, Christmas Eve, December 24th, I think they play at 4.30. 425 to be exact. Hopefully Christmas comes early. Yeah. For us Eagles fans. Christmas comes a few hours early. Um, Depending how you look at Christmas. Some people started at 6 a.m. Some start at 12. Some start whenever they wake the fuck up from a hangover. (laughs) Mine starts once the Eagles thump the Cowboys. (laughs) Exactly. And Michael Parsons did not help this team out one bit. Because... The Eagles are going to go into Jerry World. They're going to go into Dallas to play the Cowboys on Christmas Eve, where the Eagles are twelve and one. The Dallas Cowboys are ten and three. And not only is the Cowboys' defense in trouble because that offensive line will be staring a hole down Micah Parsons and the entire and the entire defense, but the Cowboys' offense is going to be in trouble because. The defense is going to look at Dak Prescott and say, your boy made these comments and we're about to show you, we're about to show you and him and the entire world what kind of quarterback you are because Dak Prescott against the Jacksonville Jaguar. No, it was against the, the, the Texans. Yeah. Um, what they play the Jaguars this week. Um, Dak Prescott through two interceptions against the Houston Texans. So if he can do that against the Texans. And he's been doing that all year. <laughs> he's been doing it all year. Imagine what's going to happen when he has to play the number one or number two defense of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles, well, they have the number one sacks in the league. They have number one um, sacks in the are league. Are they a number one secondary or number two secondary? I think they're the number one secondary. They're the number one. They're number one in turnovers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's so, definitely it's going to backfire for the Cowboys. Like what? What? Like what exactly are you expecting to happen? Like really? Like, do you expect the Eagles just to like this? Isn't the same Eagles team than like before? Yeah, they might not want to talk about it now, but they're going to remember it once they play the Cowboys. Because like the Eagles just went into the Giant Stadium, a division rival, and put up forty-eight points against them, and the defense only had one turnover. Yeah, this one. I mean, as long as that offense can stay on the field, they're going to make things happen. Yep. Running the ball, like, what, they they rushed for how many yards that one game against the Packers? Oh, my goodness. That, Through 350 they had yards the next week. Yep. 
And then this week, they just did a little bit of everything. Yeah, they did a little bit of everything this week. Um, now against the Bears, oh my goodness. Oof. Yeah, I know the Bears um, are they're not good against the run. I saw the preview at the NFL. Okay. Um, they have bad run defense, bad pass defense. Um, the only thing I would be worried about as an Eagles fan would be Justin Fields and his running game. If they, right. they have to contain him. Exactly. Um, but they do have, I think he has the most sacks in the league. He gets sacked the most out of any quarterback. Yeah. Against the number one sack defense. So I'm, I'm pretty confident about Sunday. Yeah, I feel the same. I'm not, I, I, I'm worried about him, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not really worried about Justin Fields because. Because he, he can't throw. He's not going to throw the ball. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have anybody really to throw it to. Yeah. Um, um, they just have, because the Eagles haven't been great with containing quarterbacks in the pocket. Um, right. They've, you know, I mean, they gave up that play against Tyrod Taylor, but that was, you know, who cares about that? It was late in the game anyway, but and, and they the, just have to be careful. And the backups were ready in, like. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, I see the Eagles winning this. I, like I said, I don't. I'm not really worried about this game. Um, I think the toughest game for the rest of the year is obviously going to be the Cowboys game. Because um, I'm not gonna lie, the Cowboys do have a very good defense. They do. Um, yeah. Their offense. They're. They're. Eh. Yeah, their offense. You know, you saw what they did against barely score against the Texans. Right. Um, and as long as they can stop the run, we saw Which, what Dak Prescott can do, and that's throw yeah. interceptions. So, And they've been able to do that. Like, the Eagles, other than the game, other than, like, the last game that would, like, that, like, they really struggled against the run, which was, I believe, against Washington. Yeah. No, against the Colts. No, yeah, against Washington. They um, that's the last time they really struggled against the run, um, and they weren't giving up like big chunk plays, but they were just eating away at them, right? So, and then you got you got guys coming back now. There's guys coming back for for the Eagles. It's just when's Goddard coming back? He's supposed to be coming back this week. So he's going to be active against the Bears? Yeah. So they're even more dangerous. (laughs) And I mean, like, if they say, no, we're going to set Goddard out this week, he'll be ready next week against the Cowboys. Yeah, and I I wouldn't be mad if they do that. I want him to be 100%. Right. And that's why, like, too, I was like, "Mm, maybe. His replacement, he's been, um, the backup's been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he's been terrible. Both of them, Jack Stoll and uh, Calcaterra, they they've really been pretty pretty good. I mean, they're yeah, not pretty they've good. stepped. Uh huh. Yeah, they've stepped up. Yeah. Yeah, like they're not putting up Goddard numbers, but nobody expects them to. You know. Yeah. You know, AJ Brown's having a fucking phenomenal year. Um, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders finally over a thousand yards. Yep. Looks like he. 
I could see him staying with the uh, with the Eagles after this year. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. His uh, his blocking ability too. They they don't want to lose that with a running back. His ability to block and protect Jalen Hurts and open up hole. He's he really he's, proved himself against the Giants. Yeah, and he was he's mic'd ready. up too. He was he was ready to go. <laughs> he he was the he was playing water boy out there. <laughs> but like. Miles Sanders wasn't always that good with like the run block, and to see him now like really, really good, that's really impressive. Yeah, uh, this whole team—they've leaps and bounds. They've improved so much. Yeah, uh, Brandon Graham might win comeback player of the year. I mean, like other than him, like who would you give it to? Like Brandon Graham's about to have ten sacks. He has—I have it here somewhere. Um, Brandon Graham has eight and a half sacks right now. Yeah, who else would you give it to? Like it's it's incredible. It's incredible with this Eagles team. Because Brandon Graham has ten sacks. Fletcher Cox has six. Hassan Reddick has ten. Josh Sweat has seven and seven and a half. And Javon Hargrave has uh eight. Man, that's a scary defensive line. Yeah, and that's not even all of them. Like, C.J. Gardner-Johnson has a sack. T.J. Edwards has two. Uh, Moton Williams has three. We all know he's the backup uh, D-lineman. Uh, Marlon Toipalotu, he has one sack. Um, Linval Joseph has a half a sack. Um, Sue has half a sack. Like, <laughs> there's a never ending list, this goes on and on, yeah. And then Cedric Gardner Johnson, I think, returns next week against the Cowboys, I believe. And, um, I really liked the guy that they brought in, uh, Blankenbiller, Blankenmiller, Blankenship, Blankenship, <laughs> my fault, <Jeez. laughs> Blankenship, yeah. He's, I know he got hurt too, he got his. Uh, injured last week. Is there an injury update on him? Um, yes, there is. I'll find it. Let me see. That's was like his, his first play. Yeah, like an interception. Cut. Yeah, cut Aaron Rodgers. Yep. I know. Uh, T.J. Edwards has 115 tackles this year. Unbelievable, dude. He doesn't get talked about enough. He does not. He's gonna be he's he's everywhere. Gonna be, yeah, he's everywhere. He's going to be an eagle. Um, he's going to for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, he better be the way he's playing this year. Um, let me see. Uh, I had to go to the Eagles uh, page real quick. I have the app, so I just I just go on the app. Um. Let me see. Because I know he got injured. I know he's not playing this week. They uh, brought back Anthony Harris. Oh, yeah. I did see that. He has uh, Blankenship has Blankenship has a knee injury. He um, will not play this week. Um, let me try Google. Google always tells me. <laughs> but, yeah, he played pretty impressive. Like, to, to intercept Aaron Rodgers and the way he did it, yeah, exactly. Like he, he read that 
throw perfectly. Right. And Oh. he was a... Uh, I'm not sure. Was he drafted? Nah, I think he went undrafted. He was undrafted, so it's very impressive. For sure. Um, he just has a knee sprain. That's what he has. Okay, so nothing too major. No. Let's see. Uh, Sean Bradley's dealing with a hamstring injury. He didn't play last week. Um, Landon Dickerson has a... He's resting, and he has uh, some back issues, but he should he should be able to go. Um, Kyron Johnson's dealing with a shoulder injury, but he's been fully practicing. Lane Johnson did get injured in that Eagles game, but they said he should be good to go. Um, Quez Watkins has been dealing with a shoulder injury, but it looks like he will be a go this week. Um, so, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, it's that's gonna be that's definitely something that's helped them this year. They've stayed relatively healthy. Yeah. Yeah, besides like the, the recent injuries like Jordan and Dallas and and uh uh CJ Gardner Johnson, like everybody else has been healthy. And what was the update for uh, Jordan Davis? Is he out for the year or no, he's been playing the last two weeks. Oh, has he? Yeah, he um he returned Um, how could you miss him? How he is so big. <laughs> no, that whole line's big. <laughs> um, he uh he returned the Titans game. That's the game he returned. I mean, I think that's how good their defensive line has been. That you actually end up forgetting about guys because they're they're so stacked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, man. It's... See, I have a valid excuse, Mark. Why is that? <laughs> I, I have to hear this. No, I, I just told you they're so stacked on the defensive line that you just forget about guys. I mean, you're not lying. They, I mean, you, and we got to talk about like they're Robert Quinn. I think returns like week eighteen. Like the guys, we we have Robert Quinn. We have we brought in Robert Quinn. We brought in Sue. We brought in Linval Joseph. Like, how more stacked can we be? Oof. It's not possible to be any more stacked. And then they're talking about, I know CJ Gardner-Johnson had gotten hurt, but they're saying he can be, he possibly could return for the uh, the Dallas game. Oh, perfect. I think it's the Dallas game or it's the, uh, the Saints game. He can get a welcome back interception. Yeah. Which he has like six interceptions this season, which is insane. And what about, what about Bradbury, man? He's been playing off the charts. Oh my goodness! They need to resign him too. He uh, is, I don't think I've seen anyone beat him all year. Any receiver beat no. him all year because you don't, you barely, you rarely hear his name. You rarely see him, his jersey. That's how good he's been playing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it, it kind of helps, like, Darius Slay because, like, you add all these guys to the secondary and, like, Slay doesn't have to, like, work as hard anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. Because, like, we signed Slay in 2020. So from 2020 to 2021... It was just, you know, Slay had to, you know, pick up most of the work. 
but when you add certain guys, it's like okay. Yeah, never, once, never you, once you add more help, yeah, it becomes a little easier. Yeah, man. Um, so it should be interesting. I mean, our team should be, you know, knocking on wood. Our team should be fully healthy for the playoffs. I mean, Vikings lost this past week, so it's it's kind of clear we might get that first round by. Yeah. And what happened to the Vikings that they were underdogs against the Lions? Dude, I, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Nobody was into, like, Kirk Cousins played, Justin Jefferson played. Like, it wasn't like their quarterback was out. Like, the Lions have been red hot. They have. They they have a chance to make the playoffs. They are the, – the Detroit Lions are six and seven. And other than the Washington game, that was the Eagles' toughest game this year. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, when you look at the Lions' rest of the schedule, they can make the playoffs. They play the Jets. Jets are having a pretty good year as well. Um, Panthers – the Bears, and then the Packers to end the season. Yeah, they have a very solid chance of making it to the playoffs. Yeah. Imagine, you imagine that the Lions in the playoffs? Playoffs? Oof. I never thought that. Oh, man. No, because they, they had a decent losing streak. Um, they were all close games, all competitive games, but they, they, they found a stride here. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, when I because I'm looking at like, what? How did they, you know, end up doing this? Um, they're four and four at home, but against their division, they are three and one. So they just yeah. They just been rolling on their division. Yep, and that's might that might be what they need. That might be the ticket in, is yep. to have that divisional lead. Yep. Right now, the Eagles have a two game lead for the seed on this on in the seed, um, and they also have a two game lead on the NFC East. Yep, and I know they did clinch a playoff berth. Yes, they did. They but, clinched the yeah. playoff berth. I don't want to. I don't want them to slow down. No, because that that number one seed that's that's the prize right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they if they beat the Bears and the Jaguars beat the Cowboys this week, they went. They officially win the NFC East. Yep, and the Jaguars they blew out. Um, they blew out somebody. I know that. <laughs> yeah, blew them out of the water. Um, who did they play? Oh, the Titans. Titans. Whew. Man, talk about fall from grace. Yeah. Oof. And yeah, now they play the, the Titans do that. Titans do that every year. They have all this potential, all this hype, and they yep. just can't get it done. Nope. I don't think they don't have a good offensive line. No, and I think their quarterback. I don't think Ryan Tannehill just. Ugh. Yeah, he's a wide receiver playing quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So damn big. And how about the fall off of Carson Wentz? Backup QB again, the Taylor Heineke. He he's done. I don't think he starts ever again in his career. Maybe for Washington, if like they fall off, 
but there's no way this man will be a starting quarterback in this league ever again. Yeah. Maybe he'll play for the Browns. <laughs> Over to Sean Watson. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's a, yeah, he's a, I I was very surprised um to see him relegated as a backup. I mean, I know Taylor Haneke did beat the Eagles. Uh, cause he's, you know, he was afraid to get tackled there. He had to take a little knee to be cute. <laughs> um, oh man. <laughs> I mean, very smart for him, but as an Eagles fan, that was such a wuss move. Yeah. Just think about it. Like if that. Just take if... the hit, man. Come on. Yeah, You're all padded and, up. And I mean, you like, take, I never seen anyone take a knee. I never seen a quarterback do that. No. And I mean, if that doesn't happen. The Eagles do have a chance to to win that game. Oh, no, you know they would. They would have yeah. won. But like, that's what you need. To be undefeated, you need some luck. You need a little bit of luck. And they just didn't have, they had no luck that game at all. No, I mean, like, all the wide receivers fumbled the ball, except for Devontae Smith. I was just like, what is going on? Yeah, the, the no call, the face mask against Goddard, no call. Then Quez Watkins, <laughs> that oh man, that made yeah. me want to just throw myself out the window. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, and who else was it? AJ Brown who fumbled. AJ Brown fumbled. Yep, he fumbled. Um, well, that also, it's a testament to how good Hurts is because he played good that game. He did. It's not his fault. No. Um, even that inter. Interception was it? He threw that interception too, where it went into AJ Brown's hands. Yes, but he and just then couldn't. Got... Yep, he got kind of got out, kind of um got overpowered actually by the defensive back. Yeah, there yeah. It was surprising. Yeah, that was just a a messy game all around. Yeah, but it was definitely winnable. Oh yeah, yeah, still. <laughs> Undefeated in our hearts. <laughs> oh yeah, as long as long as we we, I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to jinx it, but we don't know. Yeah, we, knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. If that happens, if that happens, I think this one would be greater than the 2017 one. Like, yeah, not, I think not, so. You know, because what Nick Foles did was very special. You know, the, what that whole team did. But what Jalen Hurts has had to overcome, it's unbelievable. I think um, it was two years ago today when he was officially named starter over Wentz. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yep. And look at now. I think he's still the starter and Wentz is still the backup, but for a different team. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. But um, bef- I, I want to, you know, predict uh, the games this week with you. Um, yeah, definitely. Let's um, let's look at these the playoffs right now. So right now in the AFC, the Bills have the number one seed. Um, but they're tied with the Chiefs. But they beat the Chiefs earlier this year, so. If the season were, were to end, the Bills would have that number one seed. Um, like I said, the Chiefs are number two. They're 10-3 and three as well. 
the Ravens are number three. They're nine and four. Uh, the Titans are seven and six. They're fourth. The Cincinnati Bengals are nine and four. They're fifth. How does that work? Yeah, how does why why is what? How, how does that work? Doesn't go hell? by doesn't go by division because this is conference seed. Yeah, somebody explain this to me. How are the Titans? Maybe ESPN messed up or something because there's no the, the Titans beat the Bengals this year, but even so. Yeah, they it's don't not have like a tie or anything. They have a no. better record. Someone must be um, smoking a little too much there at <laughs> yeah. ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they're either that or they're they're a salty uh, Titans fan. Yeah, they're living in a yeah. alternate <laughs> universe. Oh man. At six, you have the Miami Dolphins, who are eight and five. You see that this is just all wrong at this point. <laughs> um the the Patriots are seven and six, they're seventh. Um the Chargers are seven and six, they're out right now. The Jets are seven and six and they're out. I mean you got other teams like the, the Jaguars, the Raiders, the Browns, the Colts, the the Steelers. Um they still have a chance. But uh the Broncos and the Texans are obviously eliminated. Good job, Russell Wilson. Um, <laughs> but uh, Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like the Jaguars. So the Jaguars, the Raiders, the Browns, and the Steelers are five and eight. The Colts are four, eight, and one. Um, they still have a chance, but I don't. I don't see it happening. I see. I see it coming down between the Chargers and Jets. Um, Patriots. It's gonna be interesting. I, I would get, I would predict the Chargers. Um, I know the Jets. I believe their quarterback just got hurt. I know they they sat. Yes. Um, Zach Wilson. They Zach have Zach Wilson. The only problem with the Titans and the Jaguars. They're in the same they they are in the same division. If the Titans lose the rest of their games and the Jaguars win the rest of their games, the Jaguars will be in the playoffs. Uh my bad. That was all me, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, don't worry about it. I was going through my apps and I closed it by mistake. <laughs> so here's my deal with this though. Like if let's say this this could as, absolutely happen, Titans lose the rest of their games, but the Jaguars win the rest of theirs. Jaguars would be in, Titans would be out during the in the same the division. That's plausible. I can you know with the way Jack the Jaguars blew out the Titans, um, yeah they could they could go on a hot streak right now to end the year. The perfect <laughs> time to get hot, and the Titans are getting cold. Yeah, because right now the Titans, their schedule is they have the Chargers, the Texans, the Cowboys, and the Jaguars. So maybe they don't lose all of their games. Um, 
Or maybe they just tank and get a decent quarterback and then play in the draft. <laughs> the Jaguars, on the other hand, they have to play the Cowboys, the Jets, the Texans, and then the Titans. Um, so, I mean, uh, that can you imagine that? Doug Peterson, right? Wildcard weekend, rolling in with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Like a G. I will, I will say, I've seen a tweet where it said if the, if the Jaguars beat the Cowboys this week, that Doug Pe- Philly should make uh, Doug Peterson another statue. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Jacksonville um, should make him one too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's my thing on this. Miami's lost the last two games. Uh so you you know Miami they got they got to get rolling. They play the the Bills this week. Then they got the Packers, the Patriots, and the Jets. So the Dolphins have a pretty tough schedule coming up. Um, but I need the Chargers to make the playoffs. Justin Herbert is too good of a quarterback to not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, and that's why I feel like they will make the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah I think they do. Um. I mean, they got Eckler. They got weapons on that offense. Oh my um, god, they do. Yeah, I don't offense know. and defense. Like they're they're stacked. Um, and the NFC Eagles are the number one seed. If if Vikings lose one more game, and the Eagles beat the Bears, I think the Eagles obviously clinch. Yeah, they would clinch the the. Uh, the first round by. Oh, perfect. They play the Colts this week, so I don't think they'll lose to the Colts. Um, Who plays the Colts? Uh, the Vikings. Eh, you never know. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, like, if Eagles if Eagles beat the Bears, they'll be 13-1. If Vikings lose to the Colts, they would be 10-4. The Eagles beat the Vikings earlier this year. So even if they end up with the same records um, by the end of the year, the Eagles would still have the first round by. Right. Yeah, that's right. Because after the Vikings, you have the 49ers. They're 9-4. and four. There's no way that can happen, <laughs> you know. Like, there's no way. And either even... Even if, yes, it's possible, but there's no way that the Eagles are going to lose four straight games. It's just not going to happen. No, I, I can't I can't see that happening at all. No. Like I said, their toughest challenge is the Cowboys. Other than that, they have the Bears, the, Eagle, the, the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles are going to play the Eagles. That'll be the toughest. <laughs> yeah. The, the Bears, the Saints, and the Giants. So... The toughest one for them is the Cowboys. Um, yep, and depending on you know if they clinch the number one seed, um, I I could see them resting their starters too. You know, maybe I could last... see I could see them resting their starters and they still beat the Giants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what I see from the Giants last week, uh, you're you're not you're disappointing, but. Um, so obviously, like I said, Eagles are twelve and one, number one seed. The Vikings are number two; they're ten and three. The 49ers are nine and four; they're third. Um, 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, this must go by division because they're fourth and they're six and seven. Yeah, you're looking on ESPN. Yeah. Yeah, that can't be right. Yeah, that. Do they go by divisions like that, or are the Buccaneers first in their division? Let me check. They, they, if they're six or seven, they, they must be. Yeah, they are. Yeah. What a what a sad division that is. <laughs> it reminds you a lot of the <laughs> NFC East in 2020. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> the Panthers are five and eight. Oof, I think the you know they might the Panthers might turn things around. They got Baker. No, they lost Baker Mayfield. Baker Rams Mayfield Rams, led the Rams, the Rams to now. a victory. Okay, ninety-eight <laughs> yard game-winning drive. <laughs> Mayfield magic. Man, I was surprised. Oof, yeah, that throw he made that touchdown was a thing of beauty. It was. It was. Um. Well, the Cowboys are ten and three. They're fifth. The Washington Commanders are sixth. They're seven five and one, and the Giants are seventh. They are seven five and one. Now, here's the problem: the Seattle Seahawks are seven and six. They're right behind both teams. The Detroit Lions are six and seven. They're they're there as well. The Green Bay Packers are five and eight. The Carolina Panthers are five and eight. The Atlanta Falcons are five and eight as well. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are four and nine. They st- mathematically still have a chance, but there's no way. And the Saints are four and nine. The Rams are four and nine. The Bears are eliminated as they're three and ten. Um, you might as well say the the Cardinals, the Saints, and the Rams are eliminated as well. Um, but the Packers, the Panthers, and the Falcons still have a chance, especially the Panthers and the Falcons. Because they're in the same d- division as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so if one of them just yeah. takes that lead, it's it's a wrap. Yeah, there you go. So the it's good. It's we'll see. Washington and Giants right now have the sixth and the seventh, but Seahawks, Detroit, and the Packers are right there sneaking up on them teams. Damn. It's going to be interesting. That's this very is, interesting. A very tight race right now. Like the Lions are just playing the wild card. Yeah, and I mean, even the Seahawks without like Russell Wilson, like you imagine, could you imagine them in the playoffs? Yeah, I remember uh, when we were talking um, <laughs> about like pre, like regular season predictions, and we were both poking fun at Geno Smith. Yeah, and now well, because... he's. Yeah, he's playing better than Russell Wilson. Let's look up his stats. I can't do this. Um, he's he's passed for three thousand four hundred and thirty-three yards. He has twenty-five pass touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's great. Those are pro poll numbers. Yeah, he has a seventy-one percentage uh, complete completion percentage, and he has a hundred and six point eight quarterback rating. And has he been healthy all year? He has, he's played 13 games. He might have missed one. And I'll compare that with Russell Wilson's stats. Oh, my. Let me look that up. Oh this is going to be a big bowl of ugly. 
Russell Wilson, here we go. A 60 completion percentage. He has passed for 2,805 yards with all the weapons he has. <laughs> he has 11 pass touchdowns, six pass interceptions, and he has a quarterback rating of 85. <sighs> Broncos. I was watching a few uh, interesting YouTube videos about the Broncos. And really? About how they're so bad and how their management just they're not making good trades. They're not making good draft picks. Ever since they lost Peyton Manning to retirement. They're just they're they just terrible. weren't able to draft any good quarterbacks. And you have John Elway, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And then you trade scouting. And then you trade for fucking Russell Wilson, and you're like, man, these guys are going to be Super Bowl contenders. And then you're like, no. They're... Who does he have? He, 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 have ha- he, he has wide receivers and a decent running back, but I don't think his old line is good. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the problems, their offensive line. Because their defense is pretty good as well. Like, they don't have a bad defense. But, like, when your offense doesn't help and your defense is out on the field for, like, 90% of the snaps, it's – you're not going to win many, many games. Yeah. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson's older. Yeah. He can't really – he's not as mobile as he used to be. I mean, I remember when the Eagles played the Seahawks. Oh, my God. He used to give me migraines. Yeah. That's how he was sure. able to extend plays. and Definitely. Whew. So, in the NFC battle for the playoffs, who would you say would take the sixth and seventh spot? For the NFC? Mm-hmm. I can see the I can see the Lions. That's the only team we're going to put in there? Uh, the Lions and who else were we Lions, about? Seattle, Green Bay. Lions and Green Bay. I like Green Bay. I think they're going to turn things around. They've had glimpses. You know, they beat the Cowboys this year. Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Very true. I'm going to go and say Seattle and Detroit. To hell with it. That's what I'm going to go. No, never mind. uh, Okay. (laughs) I just just (laughs) looked at at their schedule and I was like, nope, never mind. Um. I'm 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 going with uh, <laughs> Green Bay and Detroit. Um, I'm gonna say, how about does Tampa win their division and stay in the playoffs, or or does uh, Carolina and Atlanta take it? I see a lot of dysfunction with the Tampa Bay, so I think um, I don't think they're gonna win the division. Okay, who 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 who's gonna is it gonna be Carolina or Atlanta? Carolina. 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 Okay. Um I don't I don't yeah, trust it's... Atlanta. No, no. I don't I don't think you should. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Carolina as well. Um okay, there we go. Um let's look at week fifteen. Let's look at the schedule real quick. Uh damn, they have a Saturday triple header. That should be very interesting. Um but right now you have the 49ers beating the Seahawks on Thursday night football 7 to 0 in the second quarter. Oh, dang. Um, I forgot that they were playing. Yeah. Who who do you think 
wins that game. Obviously, it's seven to zero, but the game really just basically started. And who was the 49ers Seahawks? Uh, well, the 49ers are up seven nothing right now. I I think the 49ers are going to keep the lead. I think so too. The Seahawks. I think I'm I'm a huge fan of Brock Purdy. I'm just going to say that right now. Brock Purdy, yeah. is amazing. First career game, he beats Tom Brady. How about yeah. that? Mr. Irrelevant, irrelevant turned relevant. Um, and he's so far this game, he's eleven for twelve with ninety-eight yards and one touchdown. There you go. Then you have George Kittle. You have Christian McCaffrey. I don't. Debo Samuel didn't play. He got injured bad last week. So, but I'm gonna say the 49ers win that one. Um, I hope it's a close game though, because after I'm done with you, I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah, Sam, I'm gonna turn it on too. Um, and then Saturday, triple header, one o'clock, we have the Colts and the Vikings. Hmm, Colts and Vikings. I have, I have the Colts with the upset. You really want to see the Vikings are favored, uh, by four. I you're am just going... saying that so the Eagles can already get the first round by. <laughs> That's why. Of course, saying. it's what I want. <laughs> well, Vikings do have a lot of injuries. I'm looking at their injury report right now, They they have a lot of people questionable. Um, what the hell? What did I'm gonna go with the Colts? Matt Ryan, give me one more. <laughs> I mean, they aren't playing. They're not playing prime time. Um, but there's only three games on yeah. Saturday, so that might affect Kirk Cousins' play. It could. it could. I mean, eventually he has to fall off, right? Like we see, we see this every year from this man. Yeah, that's why I mean they're so inconsistent. Their offense hasn't been consistent, so this is why I'm going to go with the Colts. All right, I'll say Colts. I'd say it's a tight, low-scoring game. Um, Ravens and the Browns at 4:30. Uh, you got Lamar Jackson still injured, so it's going to be, it's going to be what's it? What's his name? Uh, I I want to say Tyrod Taylor, but that's not it. Yeah, he's with the Giants. Um, it's um, a, I'm looking here. Roster, where's the roster? Uh, Tyler Huntley. Now, it's saying Watson's making his Cleveland debut. I thought he debuted He debuted last week. two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, why is it saying? What's wrong with ESPN today? <laughs> Could it be in Cleveland? Like, his debut in Debut in Cleveland. That's why what they meant. Yeah, because they they played the Texans two weeks ago. They were in Houston. They played the Bengals last week. They were in Cincinnati. So yeah, I think it's his uh his uh Cleveland debut. Um, I'm going with Cleveland this game. I am too. They still have a chance to make the playoffs. Why not? You Lamar Jackson ain't playing. So, I mean, come on. Like, yeah, and I like I've always liked uh, Chubb. Um, yeah, they're running back. Chubb, Kareem Hunt. They they have Amari Cooper there now. So yeah, I like the Cleveland Browns against the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going Cleveland in that one, and then the Dolphins and the Bills at eight fifteen. Uh I saw a little bit of the Miami game. I believe played what Sunday night. Yeah, the, and I they, think their their highlight and the offense was a fumble that was picked up by Hill. 
and yeah, take it yeah. <laughs> down. Um, even though they've had a good offensive year, um, I don't see them bouncing back against the Bills. I picked the Bills. Yeah, it's a must-win for them, but Buffalo's just too strong, man. They are. So I'm going to say the Bills win this one. Their defense offense is elite, just like the Philadelphia Eagles. So there's a lot of similarities with both teams, like the Eagles and the, and the Bills. So I'm going to say that the Bills win. Yeah, wouldn't that be a dream matchup, Bills-Eagles? Um, people are already teasing it. So, I mean, hopefully. Since early this year. Yeah, that'd be. That'd be huge. Or you have uh, the Chiefs and the Eagles. You see Andy Reid facing them in the big game. Oh, that'd be a great storyline too. It would. Um, I'm so then, happy he's well, he did win a Super Bowl ring. Oh yeah, I'm Super. happy the Eagles won and Andy Reid won. Yeah. Then at one o'clock we have the Philadelphia Eagles facing the Chicago Bears. Now, the weather for this game, obviously, is in Chicago, so it's going to be fucking terrible. Um, I don't see that deterring the Eagles um, on both sides of the ball, so I am definitely going with the Eagles over the Bears. I'm going with the Eagles, too. Um, before the season started, I predicted Jalen Hurts to have 30 passing touchdowns. This might ruin my prediction because uh, they might – run the ball heavy, heavy. Yeah, depending on the weather. I, yeah. yeah. When they shouldn't have a problem with the running right. um, against the Bears defense. Right. Um, the Bears defense, on average, they're allowing 146 rushing yards a game. Oh, well, looks like the Eagles are about to get another 300. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is going to be a blowout. Sincerely, I don't think it is. Yeah, but surprisingly, the Eagles have been playing close games against relatively poor game, poor teams this year. Which is funny because, like, against like the teams that have good records, like they really dominate them. Yeah, the Vikings, Lions. Well, Lions was kind of close. Lions was close, but like during the game, like instead, like. Through the three quarters, the Eagles were dominating them. And then, like, in the fourth quarter, the Lions just started coming back. Um, but the Titans, I mean, they blew out the Titans. They um, – what's another team? The Gi- I guess Giants are a playoff team right now, so you can put the Giants in there. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was – I thought that was going to be a lot closer than yeah. it was. Yep. Um. Falcons Saints. Um, I'm hoping the Falcons win. See Falcons at Saints. I am going with the Saints winning against the Falcons. You messed up, Bobby. We need that high draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> now this, this would should be a close one. I mean, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know. I, I, I kind of warned everybody that Jameis Winston wasn't who everybody thought he was going to be. And they is didn't believe Is he benched him. or is he hurt? He's benched. He That man is benched. Andy Dalton has taken over. And Alvin Kamara is having a terrible season. Jesus. Yeah. He only has 550 yards um, rushing this year. 
And one touch on 143 carries. Let's see. I don't know who to compare that to. He's only averaging about 3.8 yards a carry. Miles Sanders has 204 carries, 1,068 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Whoop. <laughs> Look at that. Man. Remember what everybody said we should have traded for Alvin Kamara? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look at that. It also looks like uh, Mariota is on the injured reserve. Is he? the Falcons, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that means... Uh... The the rookie uh will be starting. What's his name? Is it Ritter? Is that the one? Desmond Ritter. Yeah, he'll be starting. Um, I wonder if he's has he even did he play last week or did Mariota get injured? Uh, yeah, no, this will be his first start. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, Mariota. He was just placed on the injury reserve yesterday. Damn, that's gonna be very interesting. Yeah. Saints might win that one, but I'm going uh, to say Falcons just, you know, just so I get a high draft pick. Come on. Eagles need that top five pick. Not really, but, you know. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> Definitely helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lions and the Jets. Huh. As you see, the Jets are favored. Um, I know they're playing home, but going with the Lions. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Lions as well. Um, Jared Goff is having a very good season. Um, Sir uh, Jamal Williams is having a very good season. I don't know if you see his stats. 806 rushing yards, 14 rushing touchdowns. Yeah, they've been doing a good job running the ball. Um, Mike White is questionable. I think that's the biggest factor. If Mike White's playing, it could be a very good game. If Zach Wilson's playing, uh, Lions are going to blow him out. Yeah, and I see Zach Wilson this year. Four touchdown passes, five interceptions. Only 1,279 passing yards. Oh, man, that's terrible. He will be a backup. In this in this league, after this season, it's over. That's it. Yeah, they benched him because of his that press conference after the Patriots game, right? When he was asked if he they let the defense down. Yeah, and he was like, "No, I don't think exactly. they let them down." Yep. After that, they were just like, "Yep, you're done." Yeah, no accountability. Right. Uh, Steelers and the Panthers, both five and eight. Both fighting for playoff spots. See, um, Steelers have a backup quarterback playing. Yeah, because Mitchell Trubisky will be playing, right? Because Kenny Pickett won't be. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying Kenny Pickett's questionable right now. But I am going to go with the Panthers. Yeah, I'm going to go with them as well. Feels like Panthers are the mo- more well-rounded team right now. Um, and it looks like um, Sam Darnold will be playing in that game for the Panthers. Yeah, 
another game I'll be keeping my eye on is the Cowboys and the Jaguars. The Cowboys, Jags. Jaguars essentially are fighting for a playoff spot as well and for their division. Um, I mean, could it happen? It could. And Trevor Lawrence, looking at his stats, he's not having a bad season. Over 3,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, only six interceptions this year. Compared to Dak Prescott's, yeah, that's – look at Dak's – oh, my goodness. And Dak was injured, and he has already has more interceptions than Trevor Lawrence has all year. Mm -mm. That's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, it's – oh, man, if I was a Cowboys fan, I'd be nauseous reading that. Yeah, and the Cowboys are dealing with some injuries right now. Um, So are the Jaguars, but – Jaguars, you know, they know what's at stake. It seems like they're very hungry right now. And um, this could come out to be a very, very good game. Yeah, it's going to be on Fox at one. I'm, whew, I don't think I, I have it in me to pick the Cowboys. Uh, I don't either. I'm picking the Jaguars. <laughs> can go with the Jags. <laughs> uh, Chiefs and the Texans. Uh, whew, well, this might be the easiest one on here. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs as They're well. They're 14-point favorites, so. Yeah. I hope Patrick Mahomes throws two or three more interceptions like he has been all season. Um, You know, just to help out Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> with the MVP race. Yep. Yeah, uh, why not? Yeah, why I not? think he has it either way, but right, yeah, doesn't hurt, right? Um, Cardinals and the Broncos at four oh five. So Cardinals, um, I believe Kyler Murray's out. He had a really nasty injury. Yeah, he tore he on, tore his ACL. Uh, Russell Wilson's also questionable. Ugh. Oh, boy. And Colt McCoy, the backup for the Cardinals, is also questionable. Well, look at that. <laughs> this is going to be an ugly game. Ugly game. You know, if there's any 4 o'clock game you do not want to watch, it's that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think they should maybe put a Christmas movie on or something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe some American Idol reruns. Yeah. On Fox. But if I had to choose, um, I would... I'll go with Denver because they're playing home. That's my only reason. Yeah, I, I guess Denver. I mean, why not? I don't. I don't know what someone someone's got to win. <laughs> yeah, somebody. Maybe it'll be a tie. I mean, if it's a tie, it's like all right, whatever. Like, I mean, at this point, what your quarterback situations and how bad you guys have been playing this year, it's expected. Um, Patriots and the Raiders. At 405 as well. They're essentially both playing for playoff spots as well. Man, the Raiders, they've had a tough season, haven't they? Even though they're in the final drive against the Rams, the Rams. Yep. Even though they fucking traded for fucking Devontae Adams and everybody thought this was gonna be the year the Raiders finally take that next jump. They did not. Nope. And what what other what else happened to the Raiders this year? 
Um, it was like another big up, like comeback win against him. I think. I could look it up real quick. When um, when David Carr was getting emotional, in the press conference. Um, when they lost, I think that's when they lost. They when they either lost to the. Um, I Colts? would say against either the Colts. The yeah, Colts it was um, Jaguars. Saturday's first game, I think, as the coach, when they beat the Raiders. Imagine that shit. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go with the Patriots. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Uh, Titans no, Chargers. I'm going with the Raiders. Change my mind. You douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> um, Titans Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Why not? I mean, Herbert's almost... He might get 4,000 yards a season in this game. Derrick Henry hasn't been himself lately. He hasn't been very king-like these past few games. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert, he's he's solid, man. He's He's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He'll lead them to victory against the Titans. Yeah. Bengals, Buccaneers, we all know who wins this one. I'm going with who day? Bengals. That's right. Looks they're getting ready for another playoff push. Maybe uh trying maybe they push for another Super Bowl run. Who knows? And Burrow is silently having an MVP caliber year. Yeah, they have him rated number three in the MVP race. And honestly, Tom Brady's numbers for forty-five years old, pretty commendable. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's not bad. Um at all, you know. I still think he should just retire. He should <laughs> stay retired. He should, but I heard he's coming back for another year, so I'm just, you know, depressed at this moment. Well, he should just sign with the Browns. Oh my! He would die. <laughs> I, I've even heard. It's like I'll retire. Yeah, I've heard the man talking about he wants to go to back to Patriots. Um, I mean, at this point, just go to the Raiders, bro. Like, yeah, I don't think he would change anything. I think the Patriots no. are still going to be mediocre. Yeah, I think they will until they get rid of Bo Belichick. Yeah. Because he just doesn't want to spend that money. Like, he just doesn't. Stubborn. He's too stubborn. Yeah. But, and then yeah, go Sunday... with the Bengals. Me too. And then Sunday night football. Maybe we're praying for another tie from two weeks ago. We have the New York football Giants versus the Washington Commanders. I am going with... Washington. I'm going to go with Washington as well. Um, yeah, I just, Washington, I don't know. You know, I don't know when Carson Wentz was supposed to come back for the Washington, but I, w- I would assume he's healthy already. They just, no, Tyler Heineke's a guy. Going with Heineke. Yeah. The players want Heineke. Coaches want Heineke over Wentz. And the fans want Heineke. Yeah, the fans want Heineke. 
Well, maybe maybe they want Heineken. I don't know. Heineke and Heineken. Yeah. They want Heineken when Wentz is playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Monday Night Football, we have the Rams versus the Packers. Can Baker Mayfield do it again? Rams at Packers. I say no. I'm going with the Packers. I'm going to say screw it. I'm, d- I'm, d- I'm just going to do it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Baker Mayfield does it again. Still think he's got some magic left in him? Dude, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I think Baker Mayfield can be a very good quarterback. I think he just needs to be put in a, a perfect situation. Um, obviously, the Rams isn't that perfect situation because they have Matthew Stafford, and he's eventually going to return. Um but I mean, for now, it's like whatever, you know. We'll let you look good for as long as you need to, and then whenever, you know, next year, whether you're a backup or a starter, we'll see what happens. Yeah, you can see maybe he'll, you know, increase his stock if he keeps playing well, and he yeah. can be a starter for another team, kind of like mean, what like Foles used to do. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I mean, the Packers need to win this game. If they don't win this game on Monday, it's over. Yeah, so Packers have more to lose, so that's why I think they're going to win. For sure. Um, I'm going to say, matter of fact, no, I'm going to go with the Packers. I'm going to say Packers win just because, like you said, they need to. Um, And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah, we shall. Um, Should be a good week of football. Oh my god, yeah. I love I love Saturday football too. Oh, Once they goodness. start showing games on Saturday, because you know the playoffs are right around the corner. Yep. Now, question: Are you a Penn State fan? Uh, I you know I root for Penn State, but I'm not really like an active. Oh. You know, I don't really watch their games or anything. Well, all right, let's do this uh, before I let you go. Who's winning the col- the national championship game? Is it going to be – so who you, you have Ohio State. You have – it's Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, and TCU. Who are you going with? Um, well, I hate Ohio State. Me too. I do as well. Uh, but I'm, I'm going with Georgia. I'm not like an expert. I don't really follow closely, but – I will pick Georgia. Okay. Um, I know Georgia won it last year, so I'm just going to say it. I, I'm rooting for Michigan. I'm, if Georgia wins it, I'm not going to be mad. But I feel like Michigan should win it because everything Jim Harbaugh's kind of like been through from the NFL to college. Um, So I wouldn't be mad like if, if you know, he ends up winning it. Yeah, no, that would be awesome. I have a few friends who are big Michigan fans too. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't be mad if Michigan wins. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if anyone, any team wins besides right. Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the same same thing with me. Like, I'm a huge Penn State fan. They're going to be playing in the Rose Bowl, so I'm hoping they win. But like, I don't. As long as Ohio State doesn't make it to well they can make it to the national championship game i don't care 
But as long as they do not win the championship, I'm good. Yeah, and I'm also happy Alabama's not in it this year. I agree. I agree. I agree with it completely. And, you know, I know Georgia won last year, but, hey, you know, if they win again this year, it's my pick. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, either Michigan or Georgia, obviously. I mean, if we get that in the national championship game, that's going to be a huge fucking game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll definitely watch it. That's usually the week after, like January 7th or so, right? Yeah, yeah, because I know the Penn State, Penn State plays January 6th Rose Bowl game, which is like kind of like the next biggest thing to the fucking um, next biggest thing to like the national championship. Um, okay, they played the ninth. The national championship is the ninth. Um, Let me see. Uh, Penn State plays, actually, not the sixth. They play the second. And then Ohio State and Georgia, they play the 31st. And TCU and Michigan play the 31st as well. Mm, okay. So, yeah, because it's like yeah, the, the be semifinals. Watching. So, I, I'm assuming Michigan beats TCU, Georgia beats Ohio State, and then... January 9th, we get that game of Georgia and Michigan. Georgia and Michigan. That would be a great game. I would, I would love to see that matchup. Oh, my God, yeah. For sure. Um, But, like I said, um, if the, you got – oh, wait. Before I do let you go, I have to get the Christmas album. Of oh, the, me too. Eagles. It's going on sale again. I think I saw December twenty third. December okay. They had a limited release. Ah, uh, I had it screenshot. Let me let me see if I still have that. Okay. I think I had it screenshotted with the price, and it was sold out because it was a limited release. It doesn't say. Uh, it doesn't say in the screenshot. I know it was going to charity. I think it was going to like a children's hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little, maybe like fifty dollars or something like that. Okay. Well, do you, yeah, you have that, and then you have like assholes that are selling them on eBay for like three hundred dollars. Ah, uh, yeah, I hate people like that. Yeah. They even have shirts. They have sweatshirts that you can buy for like thirty-one dollars. That's I'm pretty dope. Them. Yeah, I definitely want to get the album. I I got I want to I want to hear Someone's more. selling it the album for $539 on Jesus. eBay. That's outrageous. <laughs> you fucking How conceited I... do you have to be to buy a $50 album that's going to a children's charity and resell it for $540? Exactly. I doubt it costs more than like $30. Yeah, that's not even worth it. To hear my Lada sing? Oh, yeah, it's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it says you can listen Um, to iHeart. $75, so you can pre-order it um, starting tomorrow, actually, December 16th. 
Uh, I might actually have to do that. Nah, I might, I might just wait till it gets like on YouTube or Spotify or something like that. Uh, I have like a a turntable, so I'm oh, okay. definitely gonna get the record. Yeah, that's I'm, your last release, dude. Yeah, tomorrow's your last release. It's only for twenty four hours, so right at nine a.m., I am gonna pre order it. Yeah. I might do it. So, like, once they once they do this final sale, they're not gonna sell them again. Nope, no, that's the last release. Fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. The disc is even green, man. It's just awesome. all around awesome. Oh man, that's that's cool. That is. Yeah, I probably got. Uh, let's see, because I. I don't know, man. Someone said Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith was on the saxophone. But I don't think it's Devonta Smith. It's just another skinny black dude. <laughs> <laughs> that That's messed up. You people, um, <laughs> you people need to get a hold of yourselves. <laughs> I'm not the one who said it. I, I, no, I know. I know. It's you. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, they have a list. It's Brandon Graham, AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts, that's Hassan Reddick, Jordan Davis, Mel Merrill Reese is on it. Oh my goodness, his old ass. Uh, Jordan Mailata, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. No other mm-hmm. names really pop out. Okay. Azir Dickerson. All right. Well, do you um, have a, a turntable? I don't. I do not. I'd have to buy one. That's why I'm like, I don't know. I might just wait till like it gets like on Spotify or something like that. Because yeah. I mean, they're they worth would... it. You could get one that's. Uh, I have a three in one. It's a radio turntable, okay. Bluetooth player. Yeah. Because I know they have. It says it's on iHeartRadio. So, I mean. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what I do. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just going to get it. It's a nice collector's piece. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, um, all right, if there's not, if there's not anything else, bro, I'll, I'll let you go. All right, man. Thanks for having me on, man. As always, it was a pleasure. No problem. We've been talking for, like, almost two hours, like I told you, but... Um... That's, that's always <laughs> going to be two hours, like, say an hour for wrestling, and then... Yeah. A solid hour for football and baseball. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I just uh, saw the Mets sign the uh, catcher. Oh, yeah. Fuck the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. they're still going to suck. Yeah. They lost to Grom, so. Right. I mean, and the, the Phillies made it to the World Series, not them, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, bro, thank you for being on the podcast, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, man. Yep. Thank you, man. I'll talk soon. All right. Have a good night. You too. Thanks, man. Bye. No problem.